Welcome to Pop Yak, I'm your host TJ, and it's time to yak about House of the Dragon, or Hot D as it's so lovingly called. In this episode, we get lots more of the king being a fool. It's like the king does something stupid, and we have to watch the rest of the fallout. In the beginning of this episode, we get lots of action. We get one man pleading for his life for the prince to come save him, and the prince steps on him and gives him a merciful death. And I thought, at least he's merciful. He ended that guy's suffering. Instead of slowly being eaten to death by crabs, he was stepped on by a giant dragon. It shows you the scale of these dragons as well. The fucking foot on that guy was huge. Also, this dragon just looks weird as fuck flying around. He looks like Trogdor. Am I the only person that sees that he's Trogdor? Like, he's just shaped like an S, and he has a one wing there and one muscly arm? He roars weird, too. In the last episode, we saw that he roars kind of like a dolphin would roar if a dolphin was a dragon. It's the prince's second name day, which means it's been three years since the last time we jumped into the show. Time seems to jump more and more each time we pass. So my prediction is that in the next episode, episode four, we're going to be like fucking six years into the future. And we're going to see what, what these little huge events in their lives have done to change things. And I think this is how they ha- should have handled the last season of Game of Thrones. I think they should have said, okay, this amount of time has passed. It's been a year. It's been six months. It's been five weeks. In order to explain the differences of time because they were playing with time like it was a toy they were like okay if we send this one messenger to run all the way back to the wall from here it should only take him about 20 minutes bro you've been walking for days and you send this guy to run back to the wall and it only takes him a few minutes what the fuck but here they're like nothing else happened to the prince's second name day so let's just skip over all the boring shit and get to the nitty-gritty i like that I'm a big fan of that, getting to the point where things happen that kind of change the events of the future going forward. And holy shit, does this prince get a huge name day celebration, which is they're they're having a party and a hunt for him. Now, usually when you see a king hunting, he's out there hunting. This king is sitting inside a tent waiting for his trackers to track down the deer so that he can stab it a couple times. What a fucking loser. At least King Baratheon went out there and hunted the motherfucker. That's how he got gored by a boar. Speaking of which, boars hate the royalty. That's probably why there's no boar house, because they're too disrespectful to people wearing crowns. This boar saw the princess hanging out with her boy toy in the woods and was like, fuck her. What is she doing? in They call her the king's wood? Fuck that. It's my woods. Our princess that we stand in this house, Rihanna is her name? I don't know. Let's call her Rena for now, for short. Rena kills the shit out of this boar with assistance from her man toy. What do you guys think is the relationship between her and this guy? It looks like they're just really good friends and she really needs a friend right now. And her dad is like, look, you could take whatever. I've talked to my daughter and you could take whatever king you want because I know you didn't like Jason Lannister walking up to you, strutting his stuff and going, you'd love it at my at my castle. You'd love it at Heron Hall. And she's like, why? Oh, because you're not going to be the queen, LOL. Yeah, no, I don't want to take to husband a guy that doesn't believe that I'm going to be the heir and is hopefully hoping against it so that he can have more power over me. Fuck that shit. I would like a nice consort not a king nobody's gonna have more power over me understand and jason baratheon's like yeah i guess and also all throughout the episode people have been walking up to the king and going i don't think rena should rule and he's been going shut the fuck up shut up i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it it's the only good decision i've ever made in my whole life the throne stopped cutting me for making her the heir also oh my god not only is the king stupid but he's oblivious to the fact that hightower is scheming that's the whole thing he's doing he's scheming he's like yo Make sure that my grandson is the king. The daughter is like, fuck it, fine. I don't want to do any of this shit. You seen what, what this got me? Doing what you told me has lost me my my best friend. Yeah, it's getting me knocked up by the king, but do you think I want to be knocked up by that old ass man that old ass man? 
I have to pretend to be nice to him and like him all because of you. So I'm going to go talk to the king about making my son the heir, but he's not going to fucking hear it because all he's been doing over the weekend, ever since the name day celebration, was saying, leave me alone about who's going to be the heir. Stop talking about who's going to be the heir. Because that's already settled. It's Rena, For fuck's sake. And she's been really cold to her dad the whole episode. Like, none of this is for me. All you do, all you care about your new baby. She has very much, like, middle child syndrome. Even though she's the oldest. I would like to congratulate the white stag for getting the fuck away from being murdered. The white stag's supposed to be a sign of royalty or whatever. And it's funny that it only blessed Rena with its presence. And Rena protected it. I think that that is going to give her some blessings down the road. And I think after having that drunken conversation with the queen there, he saw the brown stag and immediately went, oh, it's not a sign. So meanwhile, at the hunt, her dad went and stabbed a stag that was being held down and she stabbed the shit out of a hog and she's covered in its blood and she comes back with a fucking hog. That right there should show the king, oh shit, she is the rightful heir. And ever since that happened, he, he has had no reservations that it should be the son. He's like... It's Rena. It's Rena all the way. Did you see how cool she was? Rena's a badass. Then we go to the Sea Snake and to Matt Smith, who are having trouble fighting the Crab Feeder. Eventually, they go, you know what? He keeps going into these caves. My husband had a great idea of just seal the caves up when they go in. And then they can't come out. And then they're dead. And nobody else is being feasted on by crabs. But Matt Smith was like, fuck this. He got a letter from his brother going, I love you, baby bro. I'm sending you some helpy welpy. And he was like, fuck that. I'm not a baby. I can handle this shit myself. He beat the shit out of the messenger to death with his fucking Valerian steel helmet. And then went in there by himself. Pretended to surrender. Caught them slacking. Had the other Valerian ride the dragon. The one that was a good match for Renna. Had him riding the dragon. Dragon listened to him. He did very well with that dragon. And Matt Smith went and handled shit his own way. So, so much so he cut the motherfucker in half. And drug out his dead body. Two things about this. I wish we would have seen that fight in that cave with Matt Smith and the guy and the crab feeder. And two, he was holding his hand when he pulled when he was pulling him out of the thing. Don't touch that dude. He's gonna give you grayscale. Oh my god. So we might have the we might have to have his hand cut off to save him from grayscale. He might be the first person we see with a replica hand. At least that's how I'm thinking it might go down. Let's see where it actually goes. Um, That's my thoughts on this episode of House of the Dragon. Check me out next week where I'll get this out earlier. Thanks for listening.